the American dream has become a nightmare. Signs of the time are on cardboard on corners in town. Like a cancer that's silently spreading, there's an unspoken fear. We're on our way down. We must take America back. Main Street to Wall Street, cities and states, Washington D.C. Before it's too late, there's not long. We need leaders who lead us, not stick us and bleed us, then ransom our future and our children's. That's wrong. We must take America back as liberty weeps. Our forefathers spin in their graves. Pray God will bless some way out of this mess. We must take America back. We are back. Second hour of the National Intel Report. I am your host, John Statmiller. We're here with you on this Tuesday, 28 April. 2020. The Red Pill Hardcore, starring V, is on this network from, and 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 give me the time on this one. Uh, 10 p.m. to midnight. 10 p.m. to midnight Central Standard Time. We got callers. Absolutely. We got callers, Mike. Uh, refreshers. Oh, there they are. Francis in North Carolina. Hello, Francis. Hey, John. Hey. Hey. Uh, I don't know how well I'm going to come in to you uh, as far as the phone service goes, because I'm on a cell phone, so uh, we'll play it by ear. But uh, in short, I know there's a difference between, and this is a technical question, of course, uh, there's going to be a a difference between 4G and 5G as far as one uh, basically dealing with the oxygen level in someone's system and the other one uh, dealing with the water content in the body. So the question is, which one is which? And then for the follow-up or secondary question is, is uh, how does one go about shielding themselves from such an effect like that? That's a good question, (laughs) V. Uh, how do you how do you protect yourself? Do you do you jump into a Faraday cage? What do you do? A Faraday cage would be okay for the situation. Yes, uh, for the synthetic telepathy, uh, I am the person with the uh, know how on that. It's no point in me talking about it because it's extremely expensive, and we have to have a infrastructure change. Uh, infrastructure change, excuse me, um, in order to be able to implement this, I'm working on it. Uh, I've got a lot of inventions that I need to get patented. Uh, I know I'm, I'm already meeting some some stiff resistance, but it's going to be a change. We are going to have to start living in a way that's a bit space age. Uh, we need to get knocked down these wood houses. Uh, we're going to have to live in domed and spherical structures in order to be able to maintain and 
control the energies that would be or uh, doesn't need to be in our living area, our living spaces. Because, I mean, you think about it, I, you could turn on radio right now, and I, I don't want to be blasphemous here, but um, no one has to have a radio signal beaming through their homes. I mean, you can turn on your radio and catch, you know, whatever radio station is broadcasting. Right. But that's in your personal space. We don't know what the effects are of that right. over 200, 300, 1,000 years from now. Uh, people have taken liberties with our, with our lives. You know, this is, uh, this is something to be addressed, yes. Uh, well, <laughs> well, just to, to really answer your question, uh, there are some products out there on the market. There's paint, uh, Wi-Fi paint, uh, 5G paint, I do believe, should be coming out or about. Uh, I do suggest people, when they're building their homes, they get uh, lead sheetings installed. Lead paint may be illegal, but not lead sheet. Lead foil is okay, too. And people need to start See, that's more of, investing. That's more of a practical application, which I can comprehend compared to building a whole new structure as far as your homestead is concerned. Yeah. Who's so, got the yes. money who's got the money to do that right now, right? Not not yet. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. that's why I went to to give the short answer of something more practical at the moment. Yes. Yeah. All right. Francis, did we cover your bases or you got something else? Uh near the end of it, yes, it did. Um I'm just hoping that uh, people that are thinking, oh, this must be conspiracy theory time or whatever have you, no such thing could happen. Uh, There's such a thing as waking up, even if you're already awake, uh, and look at what may be facing you that you're one to turn a blind eye to because (laughs) it's it's here, it's now, and it's going to hit you in the face whether or not you want to think about that or not. Because after all, 2020. and, And Francis, what did I say at the outset of this program? That well, do I do I really want to know all the dark, dastardly, deep, nasty things that this government's been involved in? Uh, well, you got a point, John. Yeah. Except for one thing, if you don't know, exactly, then it, you're putting yourself at risk. Then exactly, it, it, exactly. I mean, after all, all the money that's been spent on this tripe uh, all this time, and it's now 2020. Yes, I want to know what's going on and what's been developed against the everyday person. I mean, you talk about uh, 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 liberty and the Constitution and all the rights. Guess what? This is right, in the, right, flying right in the face of it. Well, so, and, and even though that that was in place and that was the mandate for government, uh, gee, it doesn't seem like they're real good at following rules. Francis, uh, I, hmm. I thank That's you. For, I thank you Later. for your call. Bye bye. Well, um, Roger Landry. Hello, Roger. Hello. How are you doing? <laughs> Did you just drop in to see what condition my condition was in? Oh, absolutely. I'm returning the favor. Let me put it that way. John is one of those type of people, if he thinks that you can use a boost in the middle of the day, he will call and say things that <clears throat> do nothing but absolutely cause your brain to go, <laughs> who the hell is this guy? Anyway, well, well, what did, what did, what did I tell you today? I used a term that I actually plagiarized from somebody else, 
And I, I no, I'm not going to say it. You have to say no, it. No, I, I, I was going to, Roger. I was, I was going to let you plagiarize <laughs> the plagiarist. Uh, but I, I picked yeah. this, I, this was a cute phrase I picked up out of a movie that they were trying to mi- get their mind wrapped around something, and they said, well, you know, this is like parallel parking in parallel universes. You know, you're not quite you're not quite in either one, but you're in both. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And look at what you're talking about. I mean, John, I, t- two of my favorite people right here, both of them willing to say exactly how they feel or what they feel. And that, of course, is V and John. All right. <clears throat> you both know that I get rabid about this stuff. I really do. And I don't open my mouth unless I prove what I can say. But let's take it. One step further, two of my favorite people, I'm on a call with both of you. Can you remember a time when we were not discussing something whereby the entire fate of the planet stood in the balance? Well, not since not since not, not since Planet X is going to hit our planet and wipe us out. And yeah. my simple response, oh, yeah. my simple response to that was. Well, okay, the New World Order are the bad guys. We're the good guys. Guess what? Nobody's going to survive. Well, that's not true, because there is a space force up there that does have the ability to use nuclear weapons to deflect something. If you hit it far enough away, you only have to move it a hundredth or a thousandth of a degree, and when it's got to go 10 million miles, it's going to miss the Earth by miles. So, again, I do believe that capability already exists, but that's another show. Yeah. Well, and also these elitists, they have their massive underground cities. They have all the food and all the children to to do what they wish as they please. Yeah, well, it, but, the, but the point is that, you know, and again, these people, they, they're thinking that the problem is on Earth that the 7.2 billion people, and they only want about 500 million. Of course, they're not going to voluntarily step into the disintegrator beam themselves. No, that's for everybody else to do. Well, if you consider that they're not shy, and I've actually done several shows with UV on this, they telegraph everything they're going to do. They literally tell us with an arrogance that is so steeped that they honestly believe that we won't recognize it. Can you even imagine what an obelisk or a... uh, uh, you know, something as complex as the Georgia Guidestones to build out of granite, okay, and carve so eloquently the whole nine yards. This wasn't something that cost 10 bucks, and somebody threw out the back of a truck as they sped by. So, again, we were flat out told many years ago, but we are seeing a drastic acceleration, and the only reason we're seeing an acceleration, because these plans originated in the mid-1700s, and anybody who doesn't believe that needs to do a little research. These are the same, this is the same task that has been running the planet since the mid-1700s. And as we stand today, they can accelerate their projects at a much, much faster pace. And they have to, because we're waking up. But they can because of technology. Technology has spilled over its own bounds over and over again. I've worked technology my entire life. That's what I did for a living. What it has given them is a tool to accomplish in probably 100 years or less, maybe even 50 years, what would have taken them another two to 300. Well, and you hit the key point, and I'm always reminding people of this. 
that their Achilles heel is their arrogance. And, yeah. and, and yeah, do they telegraph stuff? Oh, yeah. Uh, they <laughs> certainly do. Pride I, is the devil's downfall, though, I'll tell you that. I, I, can't, I can't remember the name <laughs> of the movie, but um, uh, there was a movie done several years ago about that very issue of uh, some spheroid kind of thing hurtling towards Earth, and we've got to get up there and blow the thing up. If not, well, then yep. yeah, we might have another dinosaur-like extinction moment. Yeah, absolutely. What are you talking about? Oh. The fifth element? Yeah, the fifth. The fifth. Uh, no, not okay. the not the fifth element. No, that was Bruce Willis in another movie. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm a Bruce Willis fan. Mikey, you're not helping me here. Well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold on, guys. Look, I've got to duck out. I wanted to step in because I just I like both of you immensely, and I just figured it would be cool to step in the middle here for about ten minutes. But it's not my show, and I think V's got some great things to say, and I know you're going to steer him in the right direction. So I'm going to bow out. I'll be talking to both of you probably within the next 24 hours anyway. Well, there yeah, it, talking, talking about telegraphing. Thank you, sir. <laughs> All right. Good, good, good have a great day, Roger. All right. Thanks, Roger. I appreciate it. Armageddon. There we go. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Fruity. Tyler, oh wow! It, it was it was a big budgeted kind of sci-fi, but not really kind of it, exactly what Roger explained. All you got to do is deflect something a few degrees. If it's millions of miles out, well, guess what? You know the the difference, and, and I don't know in terrestrial terms how I can, I can explain this, but it, it's easier to play pool and make shots on a bar table than it is a regulation-sized pool table. There's a lot of green there. Of course, assuming that the felt is green and not orange or red or some other color. But yeah, I mean, you do something far enough away at an angle, it's going to have a greater effect the closer it comes to its target. It'll be deflected even further away. But that's neither here nor there. Let me go back to the phones here. Fred in Iowa. Go ahead, Fred. I just like saying that. Go ahead, Fred. Yes, sir. Uh, good evening, John, and uh, good night, uh, uh, V. Is that V as in Victor? V? As in Vendetta. That has some volition. There you go. <laughs> okay, uh, V, I, um, I share a lot of your views and I'm in agreement. Now, here's the subject I'm going to talk to, and I'm trying not to go into real depth, but... Uh, I want you to know where I'm coming from. Uh, I've got uh, Bible, Worldview, Free Enterprise, Nicholas Tesla, MK, MK Ultra, Black People, Patents, and Creativity. I'll start out with, uh, I have a biblical or a Bible worldview that influences me. The reason for that, to me, the preponderance of the evidence points to a creator. Okay, in free enterprise, I believe in capitalism. And let me explain that. The creativity of man is awesome. And anything a man creates, men, and of course women too, with their creativity can be used for good or evil. 
And uh, the only way that uh, that gets in the way, and it always happens uh, to a free enterprise or capitalism, is when government and uh, business go together. And then it ceases to be a free enterprise. It's a monopoly then. Okay, MK Ultra. I totally believe in that and have for years. Black people. Uh, v, are you black, man? No offense, man. I am uh, West Indies and Cherokee. Okay. My biblical view. The, the, is, by the way, Fred, the two groups of people that got screwed the most, but go ahead. Yeah, are <laughs> yes. very creative people. Yeah. Uh, why I bring this up is I am a Bible-believing Christian. That means every man on earth, nation, race, color, creed, tribe, and the eyes of God are equal. All of them. All of us. Now, they may be endowed certain people. Uh, uh, what irrespective of color or whatever creed and all this, may be endowed with uh, different abilities and talents. And that's why I bring this up. Okay, I've covered creativity, but patents. Now, uh, V, you say you have patents. Oh, okay, I'm let's... trying to get get them. Trying, yes. Okay, now let's go back to uh, Tesla. Tesla had patents, but he was going to give them away. And there are people, even in working out of garages, but creative men and women also, that they can power vehicles, I do believe, with water. Okay? Most people that have... Uh, endeavored to do this and have proved it have been killed. Okay. Yeah, what you're, what, you're talk, what you're talking about here, Fred, for those that don't understand the process, it's actually the extraction of the hydrogen, which is highly flammable, from water. What is water? H2O. It's got a molecule of hydrogen and two molecules of oxygen. Yeah, thank you for the help. I needed that. Thank you very much. But people left to uh, uh, their uh, free will are very creative, or can be. Now, a person that, uh, say, invents something that is really um, great and can be great to humanity, and there, you know, uh, should be a little... uh, remuneration to that individual or person. And uh, so there's, there's patents have their place. Well, well, they do, but, except for one thing, Fred. It's when your little idea for the benefit of mankind to ease the strain and the confusion and the anxiety that that steps on somebody else's ability to make money because they want to control the arena. That's where the problem comes in. Agree. Thank you for the help again. All right. Hey, we've got a break. We'll be back in three. Here at Republic Broadcasting Network, we have been building our online store. 
Well, we have been focusing on bringing you the best talk show host in the country. Here at Republic Broadcasting Network, we also want our listeners to have products they can use every day and in times of emergency. We have added new products each week to our store. Your support of this network, plus products at the best prices, is a win-win situation. Check out our new store. Go to our website, republicbroadcasting.org, and click on the online store located at the top of our website. Together, we can continue to grow RBN and help our listeners prepare for the future. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and click on our online store or call us. 800-724-2719, extension 3. 800-724-2719, extension 3. Folks, we're living in a world the likes of which we've never perceived any clearer than we do now. The plan for global governance has been in the works for generations and would have likely been achieved by now, but for the fact that the globalists left open their Achilles heel. With all their tools, Federal Reserve System, fiat currency, no child left behind, and then common core education introduced to our schools to dumb us down, vaccines, pharmaceuticals to lobotomize us, GMO foods, insertion of compromised or bought and paid for politicians, judges, mainstream media propaganda, all pieced together like a puzzle designed to ultimately bring the world under submission. But with all their strategy, they forgot one thing, knowledge and knowledge is power. With knowledge, their bombardment is nullified. Folks, with that, as brilliant and knowledgeable as you've become, among the wisest audience of any radio audience in the world, and you are, I want you to take a moment to reflect and ask yourself, how much of that knowledge did I obtain from Republic Broadcasting Network? How high has my consciousness been raised since I've been a listener? How fast am I now able to discriminate truth from fake news by being a Republic Broadcasting listener? How clear am I now able to see the world since I've been listening to RBN? Ask yourselves those questions, folks. Then ask yourself, what is that knowledge worth to me? Like my morning coffee, how would I survive without it? A voice of truth and a sea of lies. Do we not all need to make sure it survives? Like public broadcasting, we are now finding we can only survive with listener support. Censorship, advertisers being attacked, truth itself being attacked. It's the only way through this. We at Republic Broadcasting humbly ask you to become a supporter. Look at your budget and make a determination of what Republic Broadcasting is worth to you and what you can afford on a monthly basis. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and pledge 20, 30, 40, 50, if possible, 100 a month or more if it's affordable. Click the Donate button and become a regular monthly donor. Assure both us and yourself that Republic Broadcasting Truth will continue to flow like that morning coffee. The network thanks you. <laughs> it was funny during the break. Uh, we were we were discussing, you know, money and should that be capped with people. And uh, Jerry Jones, the owner of Dallas Cowboys, uh, he he spent his time. V and it's probably not of great interest to you because you're over in Poland. But just as an example of uh, money, now a lot of working people out there, man, if they can have a bass boat, hey, that's great. But what's a bass boat set you back with a trailer? You know, a couple, three, four grand maybe? 
this guy was doing the uh, NFL, uh, what do they call that when they go out there and pick the college, the draft. He was doing it on his boat. Now, this is not an ordinary boat. When you think of a boat, you think, okay, a boat. I know what a boat looks like. Chances are you would picture uh, a 15 or maybe a 20-foot boat. No, this guy did his picking of the people he wanted on his team from his quarter of a billion dollar yacht. Now, I'm a practical kind of guy. If I, if I want to go out on my boat, I got to have a 10-man crew to operate the damn thing. I, I mean, I, it, to most people's thinking, V, that's way over the top and way out of the box, but that's relative to Jerry Jones. He's got that kind of money. But you know what? I don't see Jerry Jones getting into the vaccination thing. I don't see him getting into the uh, to the arena of he uses his wealth and his power for bad influence in this country. Oh, I, I did, he's not he's not allowed to do anything good with it, I can tell you that. Well, I mean, good for Jerry Jones and hooray for Jerry Jones. You know, it it doesn't it doesn't bother he is a football what uh, Steinbrenner was to the Yankees. They have these monumental egos. And that's great. Jerry Jones, when he dies, he's gonna die like everybody else does. He just had more toys to play with during his lifetime. And I, I'm not envious of that. I, I don't I you know, I really don't give a damn <laughs> to put it bluntly. I don't know. I it just it's all relative. As long as, as he can try to keep my Cowboys in a winning season, um, <laughs> you know, hey. Yeah. I, hey I got, I'm, a, I'm a Cowboys fan. Hey, I, I, got, I, I, got, I, I got news for you. Have you noticed how the Lions have played the Cowboys so tough and they had some crappy teams? Why is that? We, we have been in the thorn of uh, Jerry Jones's side and his Dallas Cowboys. And by the way, I'm a Lions fan. I don't agree with yeah. America's team, you know. <laughs> yeah. I, I like the Detroit team. Baby. Uh, John in California. We kind of got off the rails there a little bit. Go ahead, John. <laughs> Hello, John. Hello, V. Hi. Good uh, Hello. good show. Um, let me switch gears, V, if I could. You're sure. being in Poland. What's going on with the the refugee situation after all these years they brought it. I don't know if you have a problem in Poland or that. What's going on? If this coronavirus is, uh, I don't hear anything about them anymore. Did they get scared into just being cowed down or what? Well, everyone's following the rules. Uh, nobody has had any <clears throat> rioting. Nobody's rushing to get toilet paper. That stuff, you know, that's, that's not real here. Um, Again, I'm ashamed of Americans for losing their freaking minds. Yeah. Um, and and uh, setting the tone for other people who are doing that around the world. It's not necessary. But uh, uh, America's number one, supposedly, and whatever Americans do and think, and that's what everybody else should be thinking, right? Well, uh, thankfully, that's not entirely the case. Um, as far as refugees are concerned, I'm actually quite disgusted there's a duality to the situation here um i'm i'm very loved here there's not a lot of racism that i've experienced um and i talk about this on a lot of people's shows when they ask me about poland well you know as a black man here uh basically uh i mean i'm not treated differently than anyone else 
for the most part, the okay in America you have the police state. You see a police car, you see two police cars, you see three police cars. You know, I call them the caravans. Uh, <laughs> and you don't see that here. I maybe see a police car maybe once every three to six months. Seriously, in America, you, yeah. I think I've, I've been downtown Braslov. I've seen three police cars in the police station's parking lot. That's so, so okay, let me let me examine this for a moment. Why, why so few police? Are are the Polish people that calm? There's just no police state. Uh, other than the drones that uh, pock the sky uh, here, you know, every few kilometers, there's no oh. police state. Oh, 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 just a different type of, of observation. Just, well, just a different type. Well, but then that's going on in America, too. Yeah, I, know, I got you. Uh, I, when I was in California, I had a police drone that would follow me from home to my radio stations. I had multiple radio stations uh, <laughs> there in uh, Oroville. And so... Yeah, um, it's, uh, it, it's, it's, Check your it's a duality. I did have one issue. Uh, I guess we can get to that after the Yeah, and, and John, hang on a second. I hear you talking, uh, but uh, hang on. Drew and Robert and others will get to your calls as well. Uh, we're talking with V from Poland right now. We'll be back. You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. Homeowners, if your lender has gone out of business or sold your transaction to another lender or servicer, you may be the victim of a wrongful foreclosure resulting in the loss of your home. If you've already lost your home, are in foreclosure, or even in good standing, you can challenge the mortgage transaction's illegal issue and your property can be restored to you, and your foreclosure can be stopped or reversed and the mortgage transaction declared unenforceable. State laws, U.S. title codes, the Uniform Commercial Codes, and U.S. Supreme Court rulings have upheld that defective mortgage documentations can reverse or stop foreclosures and enforce property title claims in favor of the homeowner. We are having successes in stopping the process of foreclosure, the enforcement of the foreclosure judgments, the sale of property, and evictions after the sale. We are not attorneys, and we don't give legal advice. We are a professional team of legal researchers, providing forensic mortgage audits and expert witnesses. We have the knowledge to produce the evidence and enforce laws regarding your legal issues. We've been in business for 12 years without a complaint. Consultations are free, and we provide a free title search to confirm if your mortgage has legal defects. Please call 855-253-3748. 855-2-KEEP-IT-TODAY. What would you say if I told you we have a new tool that will increase production and lower maintenance costs for your meat processing company, and it would pay for itself in just six weeks? When pigs fly! The new Ease-Off Model EZ4 replaces old spring-style carcass droppers and is faster, safer, and more reliable. The Ease-Off lowers or lifts 1,000 pounds to or from your rail automatically using our remote control. Sounds expensive. Can I afford it? Can you afford not to try the Ease-Off? It installs fast with just three bolts in place of your current dropper. The effortless operation will reduce fatigue and injuries, speed up your line, eliminate downtime, and increase profit. How can I order my EaseOff? Go to EaseOff.com, E-A-Z-E-O-F-F.com, and hurry, because we are offering $200 off on the new Easy 4 for a limited time. EaseOff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. EaseOff, LLC. Summersville, Missouri. 417-932-6419. 
It happens more often than we can imagine. In my case, I was sitting at home, and out of nowhere, I just started feeling uncomfortable. Then it got worse, and I started perspiring. I tried to ignore it, but I waited too long. The chest pain came as we were driving to the hospital emergency. I felt my life clock begin to tick. I barely survived. There was lots of damage done to my heart. What do I do now? I was lucky. I took a leap of faith and tried a seven-herb formula with hawthorn, garlic, cayenne, and more called Extendivite. Herbs have been used for thousands of years to keep us healthy. If you're not using Extendivite as a preventative supplement, maybe it's time to start. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit heartdrop.com. Extend your life with Extendivite. If you be my bodyguard, I can be your long pal. I can call you Betty. Betty, when you call me, you can call me out. A man walks down the street, he says, Why am I short of attention? Got a short little span of attention. And all my night. We are back. Uh, John in California, go ahead and finish up, sir. Yeah, I was just going to say thanks B, for your insight on what's going on over there. Yeah, you don't hear much about well, it since uh, this has happened. I, I, well, what I'm what, what I was saying uh, very quickly, uh, I had one instant, only one, where I went into a store. I had already had done some shopping, grocery store. I went to the store next door to get some things, some fixtures that I need to fix something in my apartment. And this guard stopped me and claimed I came in with an empty bag and I loaded it up and that's why I was full. Uh, I refused to empty my bag and showed them that I didn't have anything. Uh, The manager came over and and basically stated, well, we got to call the police if you don't comply. I said, okay, go ahead. So police got there. The... Well, half into the bag, I didn't do it. I made the manager do it, and I watched watched a, a white woman turn even whiter, and so 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 pale as she realized I only had food products in in my bag and nothing from this handy store. <laughs> uh, she promptly apologized. She pro- apologized profusely, and as far as I know, that guard got. Fired. Yeah, but you, but, but V, you weren't creative yes. and asked for a gift certificate so you can back shopping in their store on them. Oh, I told them that this guard may be fired. That's that was mine. Yeah, but that's not the same thing as getting compensated and getting a bag full of goodies, though. <laughs> no, I was more happy with the guy losing his job. Gotcha. Someone like that should not be. I get, uh, I got you. No. So hey, one last, I, one I, last thing. To one last thing, yeah, you talked about yeah, some of our leaders are out of their minds, we, especially in California, our illustrious governor, Mr. Newsom, wants to uh, give all those illegals uh, stimulus money every month guarantee. Mm-hmm. Thanks to RBM. Well, Thanks to you, John. Thank I you. Saw that. I, okay, John, appreciate your call. Yeah. And just be, I, I, I still didn't finish his question. As far as the... Uh, the refugees, uh, the, the country, as far as I can tell, is not racist. I have not 
not experience what uh, you know in a year what I would experience in the states in a week. So as but, far but, as I know, but the whole refugee thing, the refugees are being kept out. We have a megalomaniac uh, prime minister here. He's a piece of trash. He's a racist piece of trash. He said, no, no, uh, no Middle Eastern, no African uh, refugees because they all carry diseases and they won't work. That's a horrendous thing to say. And he meant it so badly that he opened the borders to meet the the quota for immigration. He opened it to the Czech Republic. So there's, or I'm sorry, the, the Ukrainians, rather. And the job lines are filled with Ukrainians, so they don't have to let any Africans or refugees in here. So, but that's the racism from the top. Yeah. As far as well, everybody else is fine. Well, and, and V, here, here, here's my problem. And, and we got loaded phones, and I want to clear these calls out of the way. But I, I wanted to talk to you about that because the racism in this country has been institutionalized. But not necessarily by white people. There are a lot of people in this country that are maintaining power by being the gatekeeper or the gateway, supposedly, to black success in this country. Billions of dollars are thrown at it, and things get progressively worse. Let's take some more calls. John, again, thank you for your call, but I want to get into that subject matter before we get off the air here. Drew in Florida. Hello, Drew. Drew, go ahead. Put him on hold. Let's go to Robert in Kansas. Hello, Robert. Hey, John. Hey, V. Um, I got a Hello. comment on the the Christian caller uh, talking about capitalism. Mm-hmm. The Bible states clearly ye cannot serve both God and mammon, and mammon is money. The religion of capitalism is money. Therefore, capitalism is Satanism. That is why it says in God we trust on the money, not the creator God, but the God of this world. Okay. Lucifer, yes. <laughs> okay, um, it, we, we've heard the twisted tale of uh, money is the root of all evil. No, money is not the root of all evil any more than that. The love of money is the root of all evil. Bingo. Money, as I stated earlier, um, I can use that hoe to hoe my garden, or I can use that hoe to plant it in V's head. One is a tool for production, the other is a tool for murder. Well, John, I think what we need to do is advocate for something called national socialism. It places the human man above the corporation, and therefore the taxation of corporations is, is what funds the government and there is no taxation on the human man in terms of labor, in terms of property taxes, things like that. And that's why uh, certain people in history who have uh, implemented National Socialism are so demonized, because if, if uh, a nation-state is of blood and soil and not a corporation, then the bankers do not have power over it, because the bankers create the money which the corporation runs on. And I understand, I understand where you're coming from, but to impart socialism there, I, 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 capitalism, that term was created by the communist. You know, 
the the communist where, where did that term come from that came from the other side the, what I'm trying to relate to you here, Robert, is simply this. Is any mechanism out there, unless it's intended and built for the purpose of destruction or evil or whatever the case may be, I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm really reticent to start categorizing that, well, national socialism is better than, you know, this capitalism that we got. Look, I've simply said it this way. For 1,000, 10,000, 100,000 people whacking at the branches, we only have one or two people looking at the root of this problem. And the root of the problem that I saw was the money masters and manipulators to begin with because they supplanted their funny stuff and stole all of our goodies. They ran out the back door with it. Here, hold this bag of money. Oh, wow, well, thank you. No, the real stuff was just walked out the back door. They have used this to literally own everything. They bought everything with their funny script, the stuff that they create, the power that they wield. You break that, and we're a long way with returning to normalcy. We haven't had normalcy in this country for a lot of years, but the disease itself wasn't apparent out of the gate. There are a few people that understood it, people like Henry Ford, people like Edison, people that were in his inner group understood what the international bankster gangsters were really up to and what their aims were you know we can talk all day about taxation of the rich people and this that and the other robert there's simple solutions to all of these problems and we want to complicate it by just changing the band-aids on it and i've always said this myself close to what you're saying uh, people ask me about you know what form of government, what party should we have. Technically, it all works if everybody's doing what they're supposed to do. None of it's going to work if one person, even one person, is corrupt well, and is screwing everybody else. Well, I'm I, out of the old Star Trek series. You know what? Did, what did Leonard Nimoy tell us? You know the needs of the one outweigh the needs of the few. Or no, wait a minute. The the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few or the one. And my counter right. to that is if the system doesn't work for a one individual, how can you multiply it and work for many individuals? Short answer to that is it can't. can't. What we had before in this country was at least the opportunity. You wanted to be the king of your own castle? You wanted to build a big castle? Were you paranoid? Well, you could hire people to dig you a nice moat. You could do whatever you wanted with your money without interference of people, without them standing there wanting to take your stuff. Now, the rest of us live in the itty-bitty world. You know, we have our income. We have uh, a result of our labor by way of compensation. You know, we understand that. It's goods and services, the trade for labor and all that stuff. And that's supposed to have an intrinsic value. We're supposed to be able to trade. But what did they give us? They gave us a defective instrument to, de- to trade with that is self-destructing. It's in its nature. I, I just, I, Robert, I just want to thank you for your call. and We need to move. Drew in Florida. Hello, Drew. Um, Got some interesting things for you. You still there? Yeah. Okay, good enough. Um, 
I worked in Santa Cruz, California during the 1980s when the computer business was really taking off. Uh-huh. Not one person could say anything good about Bill Gates. He stole everything he ever learned from anybody. <laughs> he was sued by IBM for stealing their operating system. Yep. So I'll leave it there. Yeah. The next thing is, Avith, you might be interested in this. I had lunch with Russell Means in 1972. He said, you know, right now we Indians are on the reservation. Next, you white people are going to be on the reservation. That's 1972. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, V, that brought something to mind, and thank you, Drew, for reminding me of it. I was playing a chess game one day with a black guy, and he said to me that, well, you can't make that move. That's an illegal move. And what he was talking about was a knight. Well, they move in an L. You can go two up and one over or two over and one up. And he insisted that that was an illegal move. And I tried to explain to him, no, it's not. That's a legal move. And we got into this discussion. It went deep. And I said, you know, I I said, your awakening is going to come one day when you finally realize, yeah, you've been tapped once, but you're really going to be pissed off when you understand that you're still a slave and you've been double tapped. And guess what? The white people are starting to wake up to that one, too. (laughs) <laughs> the guy was never the same after that little chess game, trust me. Got another thing for you, John. Okay, go. Um, my sister's husband used to work for the Defense Department as a contractor. Mm-hmm. And about 30, 25 years ago, he told me the reason why the aluminum is in the air is to protect us from an EMP attack. Now, of course, there's a lot of maybe other reasons, but that's the original reason why. And the last thing is, don't put lead in your walls of your of, of your house because I had lead lead in my chiropractic office and it ended up in my hair when I got a hair analysis. Stay away from lead. <laughs> how how did that. it how did it transfer from the wall into your hair? It, that's what I well, that's why they took it out of the gasoline, John. It, it flakes off when you use lead. It'll just it doesn't adhere very well like steel does. Okay, I got so you. So it flakes off. Right. Yeah, little flakes. You, you should have an entire wall between you and the lead. I, well, I did, but it also, but I was in the room, you know, putting in the X-ray films and everything else. Uh, and the lead, I ended up getting a hair analysis and found that out. Wow! Just thought I'd leave you with that. Well, uh, Great yeah, show. Well, Love okay, your music Drew, the break. Drew, then you gave me something else to be anxious about. Thank you very much. <laughs> well, you, you can you can always uh, laminate it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There there are ways, and then there are ways. You know, uh, Pete in Wisconsin. Hello, Pete. I'm sorry. Uh, wondering if you guys uh, were aware that uh, old George Webb got uh, a hit piece done on him by uh, uh, Donnie O'Sullivan out of CNN, and uh, they took uh, six of his really good videos down, cut his Twitter account, and uh, about the only way you can get to him now is Patreon, and the, you know he only charges like two bucks. I mean, he doesn't. He, it, it, the guy is loaded with some connected dot information. I mean, some really heavy stuff. Uh, you know, he, you know, he, Pete, uh, Pete, hang on a second because I, I want to interject something here with V. You know, uh, that seems to be a problem. I, I'm wondering why nobody has invented a platform that uh, they can't be deplatformed from. Well, uh, <laughs> that might happen like one well, day. Total censorship, you know. But, like, I had been following this guy for, like, three years because my girlfriend was from Indiana, and two girls happened to die down there. And she happened to connect with this guy. He's been at it for, like, four years. He has more metadata, more information. And you talk about, uh, I mean, he he came right out and told uh, uh, 
the guy from CNN, he told Don, he said, hey, it came from Fort Detrick. That's where it came from. He says, and then uh, it was let loose at the military Olympics. How else are you going to get it spread around to 150 countries in the world in a matter of days? You know, you could. He said, and here's who did it. Yeah. But, and and, uh, as soon as he mentioned the Benassis, that was it. They went, that, that, uh, Matassa and her brother, both of them work in intelligence. Both of them are NATO abjects. And they came over and they say they're U.S. soldiers, but they're not. You know, they came over from NATO. Listen, listen, I have been kicked off of every platform multiple times. So I'm right there with you on this stuff. Yeah, yeah you know, this, I mean, this guy has it so locked down that uh, they just, and and uh, I saw the interview on CNN, and it was like chopped off, and I said, why don't you let him go a little further? Oh, why don't no. you let him say four Pete, Pete, Why don't you let him say Pete, uh, Pete, 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 you'll get more truth know, out of I the know. National Enquirer and the, the Star than you will from CNN. Yeah, Pete, I got to let you go. We got we got tons. Of, we got I got loaded lines here. I got to keep moving. Thank you very much for your call. Call again, Miles in Maine. Hello, Miles. Good afternoon, John. Hi. Yeah, um, V. I listen to your show. It's an enjoyable okay. show. You. Yeah, appreciate that. And, but I'd like to ask you, uh, what made you? I have a couple questions actually. What made you choose Poland to live in? Well, the owner of my media got to, uh, well, well, let's just say we have lots of fangirls, and the owner of my media uh, ran into a little princess. We call her the princess. She's a little Austrian duchess, and so we are here. Okay, Miles. Anthony, Anthony Thomas is a, is a very lucky guy. <laughs> yeah. So, what what made you choose uh, the smiling white man over there instead of like perhaps the smiling Idi Amin or Mugabe from Africa? I, I love my white people. I, can't you tell the inflection of my voice where I could have grown up? That <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm I can. I, 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 I certainly can. But you know, smiling white people are a, a lot of good things. You know what I mean? Smiling uh, you know, faces. I'm not gonna, I think for someone I'm not like you, here and tell you that I believe everything my father told me. My father came from a different era. I, I can't relate with his era. <laughs> I'm a late child. I just, too, to, so, uh, I just wanted to warn you about maybe the smiling Farrakhan that might say, uh, you know, you're. Oh, crazy. you leave <laughs> the honorable Farrakhan out of this, all right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, actually, he's not so bad. I think is is the more the guys like uh, you would uh, do the honorable Sharpton reverend, but uh, a guy like you, I know, is way too clever for any of those schemes. And you got a really nice show. I've I've been listening and enjoying it, and it's a real nice nice change and very informative. I might add. So well, thank you very much, V John. Thanks for keeping up the good guests. All right, Miles. I thank you very I, much. I, I appreciate that. I appreciate you calling in with that. You know, I, I, okay. I, 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 Fred and Ken and John, just hang on. I, we got 10 minutes, but I want to play you about a 90 second clip. I'm sorry. 50 second clip. Roll it. Black history month. You find Ridiculous. Why? You're going to relegate my history to a month? 
Oh, come well, on. What do you oh. do with yours? What, which month is White History Month? <laughs> no, well, no, no, come on. Tell me. Well, the, I'm Jewish. Okay. Which I'm month Jewish. is Jewish History Month? Uh, there isn't one. Oh. Oh. Why not? Yeah. Do you want one? No, no. No. I, 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 I don't either. I don't want a Black History Month. Black history is American history. How are we going to get rid of racism? Stop talking about it. I'm going to stop calling you a white man. Yeah. And I'm going to ask you to stop calling me a black man. I know you as Mike Wallace. You know me as Morgan Freeman. You're... Wow. There is racism and it's institutionalized, but in this country, people don't understand, V, where this racism is coming from. Well, from that little Petri dish example that I, I mentioned, how I'm, I feel more free and more like human being here in Poland than I do in America. Um, I feel more accepted here even though we have a prime minister who basically shut out all Africans and all Arabs because we give diseases and we don't have jobs. I mean, you know, well, it's I not mean, like... That, I, okay, okay, okay. But that is not going to the crux of what I'm driving at here. I am talking about the prejudice that you yourself... Yes. experienced here in this country. And what I just played you was a 50-second clip of a black man talking to a Jewish guy and going, well, how do we end racism? She stopped talking about it. V's not a black man. John's not a white guy. John just happens to be a guy here in Round Rock, Texas, and V just happens to be over there in Poland. We're all fighting for the same thing, freedom. So why do we okay. have to be black and why do we have to be white? Okay, well, let me pose something else to you. And I'm not saying I disagree with any of that, yeah. but there's obvious, there's obvious physical, uh, I'm sorry, uh, visible difference. For example, I, I love this to death. Here in Poland, when I'm outside and I'm someplace public, you know, people have their children, their little tiny toddlers, their, their babies. Yeah. These babies light up like Christmas trees when they see me. It's like a Mickey Mouse or something. They light up. They, they wave, they smile. It's like it, I'm. It's like an amusement park. I'm in an amusement park, and I'm the star, and it's it's really cute. But there's an obvious difference. So it couldn't be your. It couldn't be, be your dreadlocks thing. and your infectious smile, could it? Because when you smile, you're you're you're. That's you're... the women. Oh, oh. The women. The, the women. They they look at my crotch. Oh, they gosh. look at my smile. They oh, look at my crotch. My gosh. It's, and it's like, okay, I, I get it, lady. You're curious. Uh, I get it. Okay, okay. Calm down. <laughs> okay, we went uh, an hour and uh, 54 minutes. And, okay, let's take some more calls. Mikey, my uh, my screen is not coming up for me. There it is. Let me take Ken in New York. Hello, Ken. Hi, John. Hi, V. Hi. I just wanted Hello. to highlight something. Yes, I, I wanted to highlight something that you mentioned before. Uh, the legal system has gotten so twisted in this country uh, over many years that uh, when something happens, people look 
uh, the victim, uh, so-called victim, looks at it as a money-making opportunity rather than justice. And don't forget, control. Yes. Do you know how many people, white people in this country, got their guilt relieved when Barack Obama became president? People were ecstatic and go, okay, maybe that maybe that's the end of this black-white issue. Now we got a black president. It didn't help much that the guy was a schooled communist, and I'm not quite sure his wife was really a female. But aside from that, <laughs> aside from that, um, you know, I, I, you know, we can keep playing this division game. See, here's the problem. There are those that want to keep us divided, and then we concentrate on that. V, I, I, oh God, I wish now we're on subject matter that I really want to dig into, but we're almost out of time. You remember Reginald Denny? You remember L.A., right, V? Yeah, yeah. Remember the guy that got the brick upside the head? I mean, smashed his skull. This guy was dead meat if he didn't get to the hospital and right away. Well, what the media did not tell you is there was a kid watching TV in his home. And he got up and he put his coat on and he's heading for the door. And his mother asked him, so where are you going? He said, you see what's going on? He says, I've got to do something. Well, he did. He went down to that very same intersection where Reginald Denny was getting hit with bricks, kicked, and pretty much being left for dead. He went and grabbed that guy up and got him to the hospital not a minute too soon. What the media didn't tell you was, first off, that the guy, who the guy was that rescued him, he was a young 18-year-old black male that couldn't stand watching another Another human being being tortured. And he put his own life on the line to get down there and to do something about it. So you know what? I've had enough shit here with this black-white stuff. And I apologize, folks, because I get real emotional about this. I see the tools that are keeping us apart from accomplishing what needs to be done. And quite frankly, I'm sick of it. Ditto. What a way to end the show, huh, V? I agree with that 100%. Gosh. Again, it's, it's, a fresh, it's a breath of fresh air to see the way these children look at me. I feel wonderful here. Well, I love good. It. Maybe, maybe we do our work here. Things will be wonderful for everybody in America once again. Wouldn't that be great? Absolutely. All right. V, it's been a pleasure, man. Absolutely. Gotta do it again sometime. Uh, we, we're we're going to have to. All right, my friend. Thank you. Thank you very much. All right. Thanks for being here, folks. Another edition of the National Intel Report tomorrow. Talk Right, the conservative app offered by TalkStream Live that caters exclusively to the conservative talk radio community. Here you'll see only talk shows and podcasts from the conservative right. All the big broadcast names and online digital shows in one place. Talk Right makes it easy to find all your favorite conservative talkers with all the upscale features you come to expect from TalkStream Live. Keep up with the fast-paced political world. Download Talk Right today from Google Play or the App Store.
listening to Republic Broadcasting Network because you can handle the truth. truth.